0: Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes.
1: Hey there, and welcome back to The Space Between Presents Season 3. Shake machine is broken! This is our final episode, Episode 6, of our coverage of the McMillions docuseries, which goes into the Monopoly scandal for McDonald's back from 2001. So, we're wrapping this thing up today. Yeah. This is it. We're finally going to find out how Uncle Jerry was getting the tickets after all this time.
0: I'm ready, baby. I've been waiting six episodes to wrap it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We've just been going in raw so far, so it's good that we're...
1: It's like, really, you should wrap it the whole time, but like better late than ever.
0: Right.
2: Yeah, and it's definitely bottom... It's like actually shoot. bottom, top, side, side, fold, slide it down. You it know is. what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You
0: get yep. that done in five seconds. You're yeah. golden. Yeah, I... That buffer's there for longer than five minutes. You got to throw her out.
2: Yes, sir. Chuck it.
0: <laughs> I right, get it because your name's Chuck.
3: I get it. Also, actually, I, I don't yeah. have to host anymore after this. This is stressful. <laughs> I don't know if I like it. <laughs> so... <laughs> all right. We start out with I'm Lee. Kind of the person we all decided that was the most fucked over. Yes, um, I really like her. She has got just kind of fun, bubbly energy. Uh, really I'm, I'm feeling it. Like she was such a victim of circumstance.
0: Yeah, you know? she's got that BSE, big spinster energy.
1: Mm. I guess. Yeah, I like her glasses a lot. Yeah, those are fun. Glasses. Like I want to rock, like rocket scrunchie when I'm that old.
3: Uh, same. I'm I can't believe scrunchies hair, are coming back. But... I was I was a fan as a child. Yeah. As an adult, a 30 year old
2: female. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a I remember funny. specifically watching this and thinking I really wish she'd dress her fucking age, which wasn't five years old. Oh. Yeah. Because that yeah. scrunchie was really bugging me. No, I really it
0: didn't really bother me that scrunchies much. She's off to the top. Yeah,
2: I was like slightly off to the side too. She
0: does have that look that is somewhere between thirty eight and sixty-five. Sure. Okay. Right. That way? I thought I, she, be, she I had mean, a very yeah. um sure. because
1: uh, is her hair actually gray or does she dye it like that? Right. You know, because it's like right. the Daenerys white Yeah kind of I
2: mean Valley Girl Crypt Keeper is a look that she was going for, and I appreciated yeah. that, I guess.
0: Yeah. Graveyard chic. Oh, that's very true.
3: Grandma Barbie. <laughs> oh. No. All right. Um so she admits that because she got totally fucked over, didn't get any money, owed $50,000 that she reported to the IRS. Hell yeah. And so they believe that she's the informant. But then she kind of denies that she's actually the informant, even though right. she told a government agency that there was an, a giant scam going on and that yeah. she got totally s- screwed over by these people.
1: Mm-hmm. Which, like, good for her. Yeah. For, like, just saying, like, no, I don't owe this money because boom.
3: Yeah. I mean, I would do the same thing. If I was 50, 50K in the hole, which, I mean, technically I am now because I have a mortgage. Right. <laughs> so. we didn't get scammed into that mortgage. That's true. I didn't, I, I, I willingly signed all the paperwork. Right. Um, Did you, though? Yeah. You read it all? You understood it? Uh, our lawyer explained it to us. Yes, sure. <laughs> you have a house, though. I do. She's 50K in the hole and she got nothing. So, but she's like, kind of denies that she's an informant. She's like, well, I don't like that word. Yeah. Which is like kind of spinning it. It's like, no, you told a government agency that there was a giant scam that you were a victim of. Like, you were an informant.
1: You it's, informed them of this wrongdoing. You informed
0: yeah. a government
3: agency. Yeah,
1: not the right one. Right. But one of them. The one to get her out of trouble.
0: Yeah. You know, because she owed the IRS money. Which, the amount that she's saying, too, is bullshit. Because she won 100 k um... Which unless she was already making three hundred grand a year would not mm-hmm. bump her tax bracket up to forty five percent or fifty percent. Oh. So she know that much, but whatever.
3: All right. Maybe maybe she's taking inflated numbers of
0: today. Still, it wasn't that much in between now and then.
2: Or talking the late I nineties. Mean, maybe she was maybe just 50 trying 50 to play 000. the victim card. You know what I mean? Like trying to get some sympathy. Right. Yeah.
3: You guys are kind of coming down on hard on her. The last episode, you're like, oh, poor Lee. She got fucked. She's a fucking crypt keeper. (laughs) No,
2: No, I really didn't care for her. Okay. Yeah. No,
0: I thought she was a victim. I just, you know, call it for what it is. It's not 50 grand in debt.
2: No, I get that. Simply
0: not true. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. No, fuck that (laughs) woman. I didn't care. (laughs) <laughs> Charlie's always coming in hot. With
3: every yep. comment. Look. Yep. Don't even care.
2: To fucking hate it. She's she's welcome that she got to bang a dude that smelled like bologna. You know what I mean? Like that's free baloney. All the time. Everyone smells like bologna to you. Yeah. Did you not watch the series? Every single one of them looked like they had fucking bologna garlic coming out of their pores.
1: I think Jerry Colombo probably was heavier on the garlic than the bologna
2: Yeah. Smell.
0: Okay.
1: Maybe a little bit more like salami.
0: Maybe some onion, too. Yes.
2: Still mm-hmm. some type of cured meat. Like, yes. like maybe a whole, like, he, Italian hero coming mm. out of his... Oh, my gosh. Like, right like out the of the his... sauce. Yeah. I guess so. Nice hoagie sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. No All right, we're I moving on. Hold the hoagie sauce,
3: but... So, at this point, the story goes live. Uh, as in, like all the media is reporting on it. It's this huge thing. People are freaking out about it. And yeah. they, uh, <laughs> the media <laughs> nicknames Uncle Jerry Hamburglar, which I thought was very fitting. That's so funny. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. that's, that's that's on the nose. She um, looks like Grimace. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> 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 so i think Gr- weird, <laughs> um, do it with me.
0: I told my son about Grimace the other day and he didn't believe that he existed. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, there's the Fry Guys and Mayor McCheese and there was like a police officer or something. And he's like, no, that, you're making stuff up. What? Like, you little well, shit. Yeah I, yeah, I do make a lot of stuff up. <laughs> yeah, but... exactly. <laughs> and not this one. This one was uh, do real. they
2: even uh, technically use Ronald McDonald anymore?
0: Not really. Not
2: yeah, as think, much. I would assume after the whole clown fiasco a couple of years ago, they probably phased him out. Also, I do not think that
0: was big enough to affect McDonald's bottom line. but
2: Just cons in general. It's
3: just dumb. So at this point, everything is overshadowed because we have... 9 eleven that happens yeah, um pretty somber note um, at this point, the FBI is freaking out working essentially on homeland security and not working at all on mm-hmm. the McDonald's, which totally makes sense, but I was you know I was thinking like back in my mind in two thousand one I was eleven and um I don't remember the scam at all no nope. I hadn't heard about it at all, yeah, because we were all. We're all within a few years of each other. Yeah. And it's like, I never, obviously I remember 9-11, which we could talk about that, but that's a whole other episode. Yeah. Um. So that, everything gets overshadowed. And the, the case isn't really till 2002. So I feel like people right. just kind of forgot about it and was like kind of freaking out that the country was under attack and, uh, you know, but there we go. We got to head back. We got to go back. Yeah. So um. again, Devro, giving... No fucks and is going really hard, which we kind of talked about in the last episode. Um, he claims that because the scammers used the mail system, it yeah. was a federal crime, yeah. Instead of, yeah, messing with a private company's rules, it now becomes a federal crime, which I thought was a stretch. His reasoning, too, was if you knowingly, if you knowingly are given a game piece that you're supposed to quote unquote win. And then you go in
2: claiming you won
3: that piece. I I could, I I kind of agree that like, yeah, you're kind of
2: committing fraud a little bit. Like you, you are according to casino law, absolutely. 100% committing fraud. Okay. that is a humongous, gigantic thing that I learned uh, from casino management was Mm -hmm. like, if you are in any way, shape or form, putting the odds better in your favor. Yeah. You are 100% defrauding the competition. Therefore it is almost to the level of a felony. Wow. Like it is, it is severe, like real bad. You get blacklisted, all that stuff. And this is anything. This is anything that they can can classify as cheating. So counting cards, uh, knowing, knowing the dealer, can get oh. you in a lot of trouble like oh, wow. like stuff like that yeah that's
0: crazy it's almost as if uh gambling as an industry has developed laws to protect themselves mm-hmm. and not their consumers absolutely um because there's nothing on that little ticket that says if you're not the one who peels this off of your hash brown you don't actually win this right it, yeah in fact says there's no cash value to this in mm-hmm. fact it shouldn't be considered stealing at all because none of those tickets have literally any value legally Mm -hmm. as described by the rules of their own game One Mm -hmm. one hundredth of a cent it is worth right right
1: and it's no purchase necessary correct
0: yeah so otherwise it would be
2: gambling so gambling rules or casino rules don't apply here at all which is really important because you have to have a gambling license you have to have a gaming license Mm -hmm. you have to have all these things that from state to state are completely different especially like we live in new york state it is goddamn impossible to hold like, any type of gambling in New York State because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you need a vendor's license. You need a gambling license. You need a, a gaming license. Uh, running sporting events in general is like, really fucking tough. That's why nobody does stuff in New York.
3: Right?
2: Mm-hmm. You have to have the commissioner there. Like one of the biggest things you have wow. to have the commissioner there. Oh, yeah. Wow. Interesting. It fucking sucks. It's
3: crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, well, so and, and we go back into episode I don't know, one or two. They talk about like with the setting up the game with simon marketing was like you can ask for pieces anytime you don't have to purchase which technically makes it not gambling right that's kind of how they get around that loophole like yeah. you said so um DeVro goes pretty hard against uncle jerry and at this point he pleads guilty because he's got a lot of evidence there's
2: no way he was getting out of it
3: no the, there's no on, way he's pleading not
2: you know it was almost probably smarter to plead guilty and hope, hope to get a plea bargain. Yeah. You know, of some yep, sort. Exactly. Yeah.
3: So at this point, he starts, you know, cooperating. And it, and then 53 people are um, arrested and tried. And only seven of them uh, plead not guilty. Yeah. Which is a lot.
0: And then most of those people switch, too, after mm-hmm. Everett's opening saw statements. Evidence. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, ahead, how go. terrifying must have that must yeah. that have been to be like, nah, I think that I can be this and then you see this opening testimony and you're like, Oh. Nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'ma sit this one out.
3: So then we get to the big question of the entire documentary, which was like, how did Uncle Jerry get these tickets? How do you do it? How do you do it? I've turns been dying out dying to know. Me too. Turns out it's, <laughs> it's kinda like haphazard and straightforward. Like it's and not it like yeah. this so crazy thing. Like, I don't want to say like anticlimactic. A little bit. like, really? That's it? In the fucking bathroom? Yeah. Well, let me get to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he literally has his hand handcuffed to the box, and he has a um, female companion named Hilda, and they had to fly everywhere to get these tickets physically to the people, um, to the stores. And so, what he would do is he would say, "Like I gotta go to the bathroom." And of course, this is all before nine eleven. Right. Well, right before in some part, in some parts. So, like he had a bunch of stuff on him. Like nothing was. <laughs> security was like, "Yeah, go for it. You got hey, a gun? Take I don't that know. Pen <laughs> knife with you? a no big deal? <laughs> exactly." He just had a bunch of shit with him. Um, so, kind of an advantage to this too is that. Because they were flying so much, they had frequent flyer myers so They were able to go into um, kind of like a private lounge area as well. Something I that kind of gave him extra security to do what he wanted to do. So he would go to the bathroom. Obviously, Hilda's not going to go with him, but Hilda's supposed to be like kind of up his butt the whole time. Yeah, with these yep. tickets. Um, so he would go into the bathroom, and uh, which I didn't. So this was interesting too. That he had a suitcase that had two different combinations on that. I always thought they only only had one. Mm. So I thought that was interesting, but apparently Hilda knew one and he knew the other. So Hilda's thinking, I don't know, everything's fine. He's just got to pee all the time. That's weird. Right. (laughs) Prostate checked. But apparently he found out her combination and I, they're trying to think of like how she figured that out, but he must've been looking over his shoulder, looking at Mm -hmm. her. Combination,
1: and they said earlier that like he would always do like the gotcha when people had to like mm. put it in combinations. You know that he would be like, "I saw that. I shouldn't be able to see that." So he like way
3: overplayed it, which is what everyone does. Ugh, I feel like everyone does it when you're guilty. It's like, you're like oh, no, I oh, I'm I'm the toughest. I'm totally tough on crime, and yeah. then like you're committing a bunch of crimes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what? Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he would get into the bathroom. He was able to open it, and then in there it's not just like tickets which I kind of pictured was just tickets just like fucking floating around in the suitcase. Obviously not they're in an envelope but on that envelope there was a foil sticker. And so if anyone tried to tamper with that sticker it would pretty pretty easily found out. You'd be like, what the fuck? Someone sent him a packet of foil stickers. Like why? Wasn't it supposed to be like one foil sticker and yeah a sheet of foil stickers. So he's just been using that for years. So, he would take off the foil sticker, get all the winning pieces out, take them out, put the envelope back,
0: put the new... He would put in non-winners first. Oh, yeah, the that's same true. Yeah. 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 The
3: same number, right? It
1: had to be yeah. 37 yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. He would
3: put them back, <laughs> glue it all. They they literally showed him like the B-roll that he had a glue stick. I don't think he would actually have a glue stick. Probably not.
0: No. Uh-huh. I don't know. <clears throat> Pre-9-11, you can have whatever you want. <laughs> right so he probably had seven eight even nine ounces of liquid on him Holy in the airport shit going through so security. much liquid
1: oh, right God. so much liquid that's but, why i had to peel i think this is uh yeah.
2: <laughs> super important to kind of focus on yeah this whole sticker business because it just further proves our point from the episode before uh that it's the it's the fucking company's fault and yeah. how much of their fucking idiots they were a they put 80% of their business into all of this. Mm-hmm. So if it, if it, they got pulled, they were screwed. Yep. B, they've been using the same stickers yeah. on a situation like this where it should be changed constantly my job has like little stickers for your car for parking mm-hmm. that every year they get a different shape and a different color and a different fucking number and it, it's, it's embossed a good point. and things yeah. like that yeah. you idiots you fucking morons are like oh, we're gonna save so much money because we got these fucking stickers and look at the ah, no we're gonna sell this shit it's like you fucking Idiots! It's actually
0: a really good point. It is a
2: really good point. You are literally asking to get robbed, you stupid pieces of garbage. So you wanna- just put yourself out of business, you <laughs> cocksuckers. What you buy them in
3: bulk. Let you me know? just just to give you. If Simon they didn't marketing- want to get
0: robbed, they shouldn't have been wearing that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> <sighs> oh yeah. Um,
0: See that's why a show like this needs to be taken off the air because yeah. you can't allow comments like that. You can't. It just can't. It's Mm-mm.
1: traumatizing, but not to men. <sighs>
0: Uh, just once, one fucking time, I would like to be objectified. That's all I fucking oh want. My
3: God, no, you don't.
2: <laughs> all right, just Charlie, just actually, don't yuck my yum. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. That's my
3: lunch <laughs> I'm fun.
2: It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's happened to me, and I actually found it quite flattering. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not gonna go there. Anyway, okay, that's a whole other thing. Um, just Charlie, just so you know, like a marketing a marketing team isn't gonna have foil stickers. It would be Ditler printing. Who would make those foil stickers? So it's not. So I wouldn't blame that on market on the Simon Marketing. I actually, blame it on Ditler's Printing Brothers. Whatever. Just so you know, that's still. I'm not. It's saying, still a, a really fucking stupid idea. I'm just saying. Again, it's the Ditlers that you want to go after, not the Simon Marketing. Nah,
2: fuck Simon Marketing too. <laughs> okay, dumbass pieces of shit. <laughs> Your fucking marketing is garbage. Um, Uncle Jerry worked
0: for Ditler, or Uncle Jerry worked for Simon Marketing?
3: Uh, Simon Marketing, mm-hmm. he was the um, security guard that would go in and grab the tickets.
0: And waited to you so a goddamn background check. So it was Simon Marketing's stickers then, because right. they got sent to him by mistake, when they obviously should have been sent to someone else in the office. <laughs> I, they didn't send it to the wrong company by mistake. It seemed like they had sent it to, like, to the wrong person.
3: I guess so. I... I'm just thinking it from my point of view yeah. in this line. Like, a, a marketing department no is not... At no point,
2: somebody's like, hey, did you get those stickers? No, I never got those stickers. Well, I probably should not fucking fix that. Shouldn't we? No, that's fine. You oh, Jerry was, has a bunch. We're good. Yeah, we're good. He wouldn't do anything illegal or illicit. He brought in ribs one time for everybody. <laughs> for everybody, like, so all the good. time. We ain't losing rib Fridays. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we ain't calling that bitch out. <laughs> uh, and they
0: do actually talk about how... Um, much of kind of a dick Jerry was like people didn't want to confront him on things. So Hilda wouldn't have stood up to them. (laughs) Lee. I don't know why Lee ever would have interacted with uncle Jerry, but um, you can certainly see why people at the company just kind of let him fucking run around with his dick out because they felt bad for him because he had MS and he was also kind of an asshole. So. Yeah. I, uh,
3: yeah. I mean, that kind of personality when you're, you're able to kind of manipulate people into doing things makes sense. Uh, And so then the FBI, Goes after Hilda was like, "How do you not know?" Like, I guess they did a bunch of investigations on her. And they so got and like, like their
0: their primo interviewers, yeah, to come yeah. in and be like. And apparently,
3: know. she's like, "I don't know." <laughs> I'm like, "That <laughs> was it. <laughs> I don't know." So, <laughs> um, and cool, I guess. So she she apparently was totally innocent and did not know the what yeah. he was doing this whole time for t- what twelve years. Yeah. Eleven? I don't. I wonder if she felt guilty at all. Like how? I would would feel awful.
0: Yeah. I mean, she wasn't on there for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. She wasn't interviewed. Right. So.
1: Maybe next time the companion person shouldn't be like blind.
0: Maybe she's going to be Jerry's eighth wife. (sighs) Who knows? The Ocho. The Ocho.
3: The Ocho. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So now we jump back to Chandler and his lawyer. And they're kind of going through like, hey, he really didn't know. Devereaux, can you not? Devereaux's like, fuck you. And like. I'm going to get him. <laughs> he, he's, he's handed a guilty conviction, which I thought was uh, unnecessary for Chandler. But. I do, too. Is, yeah. Uh, I think, we're just like, Ugh. And then his son was like, my dad's going to jail. I was like,
1: oh, that was really sad. Was like, oh. And especially like as a mom. Yeah. Fuck. You know, he didn't expect that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But this is the kind of crime we need to be cracking down on in this country.
0: We need multiple FBI organizations working together on this yeah. because there's there's really nothing else out there that no. uh, is affecting people and victimizing people much like. The Monopoly scam, you know right. what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, um, it's not just the Monopoly scam. They oh got, yeah, was. They the, got a fucking M too. Right.
1: Right. They got the yeah. Graham and, and it was the, the Who Wants AM to Be a
2: Millionaire? Yeah.
1: One. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, my god. oh
3: crap. Fuck me! How'd they get the Graham and M? (laughs) Do you want to hear my Midwestern accent? Yeah. Oh yeah, there I'm. I'm from North Dakota or South, whatever you want. You know. Oh my God, you're so good. Thanks. I got a casserole back in the minivan there. If you want some.
0: Can you just say Norm made eggs?
3: Norm made eggs. There you go.
0: Okay.
3: (laughs) If you want any. (laughs) Really, I got that from uh, Bobby's World.
0: Yeah. Bobby's. Just
3: like the mom. Oh yeah, that's where it came from. Oh, yeah, I see Russia for my horse. <laughs>
0: that's rude. The, the mother from Bobby's World was a hardworking person. Oh, she that was, was very kind hearted and had an awesome jumpsuit. Don't compare her to Absolutely. Sarah. Absolutely.
3: No, I'm not making fun of her. No.
0: <laughs> anyway,
3: so that's one of my favorite ones to that's, do. I love that. Makes yeah. i so happy. <laughs> Good. All right. So Uncle Jerry pleaded guilty. He only got three years. However, he had to pay $12 million in restitution, which is, it's just, for the average, Joe, it's an astronomical amount of money. It's, it's a moot point. He's mean, not going to be able to pay never. it back. Mm-hmm.
1: So he pays $371 a month.
3: Yeah. So let me get out my calculator.
1: 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. six zeros, right? Mm-hmm. Divided by 371. That's thirty-two thousand payments he has to make. Yeah, he's nowhere to make it. Divided but, by twelve.
0: Yeah, how many years is that's that? That's
1: two thousand six hundred ninety-five years. Yeah, it's just,
0: it, just it's it, fucking no. stupid. But here's the deal: he's paying restitution to the state, which did not lose anything from this in any I way, shape, or yeah. form. He's not paying it back to McDonald's.
3: Right, that's stupid. Yeah, it's like, S
0: nine. The, the whole thing's fucking stupid. Yeah, who gives a shit how much he's paying? It's just fucking going to no one.
3: Right. So then we can go back to our favorite guy, AJ Glum and oh, he my love not? AJ Glenn. <laughs> oh, whoa, <ew. laughs> He's got to pay three, <laughs> He's got to pay 3 million dollars in restitution, which again, he pays 160 bucks a month. He's never going yeah. to make it. That's
1: fucking bullshit. That I make, I owe so much goddamn money in student loans and my payment is like five times what they pay mm-hmm. what AJ has to pay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fuck. Don't go to college, just do fucking white collar crime. Mm-hmm. Sure.
3: Yeah, I don't think he even went to jail, right? Or
1: did oh, he? he
0: did? Oh,
3: he did. did he? Yeah, he
1: for went this for one?
0: yep for a year and a
3: day. Oh, I missed that part. The only thing that Glum really regrets is getting his friend um, Michael Hoover in on it, which yeah. we never got to talk to him. So I'm assuming he's no longer with us. Could
2: he be. probably, or he just didn't he just want to didn't be a part work. of that. I mean, true, he like, too. you
1: guys bamboozled me the first time you got me on camera. Yeah, fuck Not you again.
0: I mean, he's he. So yeah, I guess I forgot about him. He did get fucked. He never got any money. He didn't no, get he didn't get jack shit. Yeah, but, except. Yeah. Jail time. Yeah. So he's like, that's the only guy I feel really bad about. <laughs>
3: he's like, ah, but you know, they're like, would you do it again? And he's like, oh, yeah, in a minute. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, wow.
1: He's like tomorrow. I'm
0: like, uh, damn. Damn. AJ Glum's the he's, hardest motherfucker He, out there.
1: he is. <laughs> he is, but he's so adorable. He's like, for me, he is the John Reinke of this yes. show. Yes.
3: Yes. He's just yep. so okay. good. Who do you got on your shirt? Rinky, hell yeah. Where did you get that shirt, Danny? Uh,
1: I, I believe that it was uh teespring.com/slash store/slash professional casual.
2: Or that's, if you head over to professionalcasual.com, you could just check out our store tab. That's true. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get that sweet shirt, get that uh shout out to that big Chuck and Glizzy shirt over at Elite Day Showdown. <laughs> the best seller, it is actually it the, is best, the seller. best seller of the network. Yeah,
1: I want to on a mask for school.
2: Actually, I fully support that. <laughs> <laughs> I got the fanny pack. Right. Fantastic. You know, chef's kiss. Yeah. Mm. The quality is actually like fucking really good. Is it good? Yeah. I was shocked. And it fits fat people. So shout out to shout out to. Oh, well, shit. Yeah. Thanks. You Teespring. Gotta, yeah. So are awesome.
3: We, we move My away from brush. our favorite person, AJ glum. And we go back to Robin. Um, so I thought this was kind of weird that they, they kind of shoehorned this at the end that apparently she was, uh, extremely upset that Columbo died, even mm. though she like did, and so she tried to commit suicide, um, uh, to be with Columbo again. And it's just, it just seemed kind of weird to me. So I, I can't judge what it's like to be in a very abusive relationship that clearly mm. they were both in. Yeah. So I, I don't understand the, the kind of the push and pull of wanting to go back every time. Um,
2: it's security. 100%. Yeah. Their entire yeah. relationship was based around that he was going to take care of her. And she just had to accept that if she wanted to live the lifestyle that she wanted to live, Mm -hmm. he was gone. She had no access to that. That's true, yeah. The, her, you know, the family that she was, I think, kind of hoping that would still be around, fucking bounced. Yeah. They were gone. She was living a life of crime, having her kids steal, like, fucking purses and shit. Mm -hmm. She was to the point where it's like, I just want to get back to what I remember, and I would rather live forever with that memory uh, and not be alive Than to continue to try to live this life and correct my my problems here. It's easier for me to get rid of that pain by ending my life versus uh, trying to live and fix what I have already fucking destroyed.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Again, great point. Every once in a while, I got, you know, yeah, you got gets some chucks
1: coming out with like. Got the, some gold the nuggets hard, in there. Yeah. yeah, it only takes uh, six
2: episodes for me to get warmed up, and then I'm like ready to go, baby. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. You don't know, so, this okay. pop off. It'll pop off. Yeah, again, I, I'm
3: trying not to judge. <laughs> we'll pop it off. I, again, I'm not trying to judge. Her reaction, because I'm not there. I don't know. It just seemed kind of out of nowhere.
2: It was weirdly put in into yeah. the episode. Yeah. Like, yes,
3: they kind of. There's like no build up to how
2: she was feeling to the point where she would want right. to. Which like you mean suicide prior to this. You kind of got the feeling that she was kind of happy. Columbo was gone. Yeah,
3: like, exactly. It was Very heard.
2: good riddance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just I miss him so much. I contemplated, you know, suicide and things like that because I just want to be with him. And I, I remember watching it thinking, that's weird. Yeah. Like we like you didn't, there was no transition to that. It this.
0: doesn't seem like it, that's in character at all, which right. could have been a lot of material that was either not included. Absolutely. Um, it could be a number of things. It certainly seemed like she had fallen into drugs at one point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of potentials for why she felt that way mm-hmm. or it also could have just been tacked on. Right. It could have been one or the other. You yeah. Needed some filler. Right. right. No, I, I met her talking about going back to Colombo. She just could have been in a very dark spot and was, Mm-hmm. justifying it by saying that when, I don't know, it certainly seemed like she had no love for the guy. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. That's, that's the weirdest part. So again, now we jump back to, which we're going to talk, we talked about in the last episode, um, just, the general fallout from all of this, I mean, again, Simon Printers went out, which we all know how Chuck feels. Diddler, Fuck those guys. Yeah, Didler's, which also Yeah, you know. a bunch of
2: Diddlers is right. Yep. Screwing their fucking company. <laughs> did
3: Dittlers go out of business,
0: or was it just Simon Marketing? No, they went out too. They both
3: did? Yeah, they mm-hmm. both did. Okay. Yeah, because it was like a bunch of old dudes that, at a diner. Stuck. I, I thought know. that was the
0: Simon Marketing group. That, no, like, that was the, the Dittler group. Oh, because Dittler was printing, right. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. Which again, they probably didn't diversify their assets. So well, they said they business. were doing lottery tickets. Yeah, which like, is huge. that was bread and butter. They obviously gave that up to do McDonald's stuff. Mm-hmm. Would be my guess at Crazy. least, or or scale it back or
2: something. And I when guess. you're such a niche company, yeah. Like I mean, yeah. like you're printing, but you are printing things that are based for comp like competition, like competi you know, uh like right. giveaways and things like that. Mm-hmm. You can only print like this, this is the thing that you're printing. And you clearly now don't have the money to try to change that because I'm sure those printers cost like to do those things, to print that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's probably a very special printer that costs yep. them a ton of fucking money. Yep. And they were idiots. And then I know for like New York State for like uh for them to print the lottery tickets and stuff. It's a contract and it's yeah. a long contract. It's like a 10 year contract. That you get with a printer mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time, so maybe they do th- renew it's the to contract for the
0: lottery to focus on
3: McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. it's to make it's to make it worth all the additional equipment that you need to do the foil stamp and mm-hmm. the, the stickers, because we at our company I will not name that I work for, um, <laughs> we go through a printer, but they they have a ton of stuff. They do ours, which is paint, and they do. Um, they do beverages and, uh, coffee creamer for Walmart and like just a whole, a huge arrange array of different companies that they, they print for. Um, and yeah, they don't, you know, so yeah, to your point, if you're going to invest in that kind of equipment, offset printers and foil things and embossing and all this stuff. Yeah. You're going to want a long contract to make that investment worth it. Mm -hmm. I'm also a little talking a little out of my butt. I know a little bit about printing, but I know that shit's expensive. Well, no I, mean, I got a
2: four year degree in printing. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, cool, she's cool, right. Cool. Absolutely. Cool. 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 I worked cool. in the print shop my entire college. Yeah. And by that, I mean, I went to go pick up flyers all the time. Yeah.
3: My, in, my college internship was <laughs> scrubbing down screens uh, after they screen printed t-shirts. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. It was hot up there. It was awful but interesting experience.
2: Yeah. They had like a, like a print shop on campus for like all the flyers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, all I remember when I had to go pick up flyers for all the events was the paper cutting machine that they had in there, mm-hmm. uh, I just imagined putting my arm in it and have that thing come down and just clean, take my arm off. Those printers
0: are, those cutters are intense. Yeah. yeah. Listen to episode two of the space between the boys for uh, pretty much something incredibly similar.
3: I haven't watched the show yet. (laughs) I know. I'm very excited, but we got to get through another show first. Okay. So at this point, we head back. Chandler tries to appeal his case and... After a few years, he gets it, Yeah, which I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, he still claims that there's a lot of fallout, that people don't trust him anymore in Absolutely. his town, which I get, that he, he was did a lose a lot of business. was a
0: millionaire that was all based around trust of him being in the LDS community. And yeah. If you get excommunicated from that, you're fucked. Yeah. Like. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they take that shit very seriously. Mm-hmm.
0: So, and when you didn't even make out with the money that you
2: supposedly mm-hmm. won anyway. Right. So now you're just the poor billionaire who just fucked everybody over. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have no friends. You have no money. You have nothing. You're done. And he has nine adopted children. Dang. Yeah. Like, because he
0: grew up in such a bad situation, he kind of completely devoted his life to taking in other unwanted children and then raising them in a good community and making them into intra- entrepreneurs. Yeah. Like I mean, his, his it was kind of cute. Like he's trying to wrangle his kids to go to yeah. church, and he's yeah. like, it's
3: like, "You can't
1: wear move. that." Move, move.
3: We're going to the Lord's <laughs> yeah. house. We're moving in this direction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's I don't know. It's a slice of life kind of thing. Every yeah. parent
1: trying to get their kids ready for school. Yeah, I
3: relate to that. Like, let's go.
1: Yeah.
2: All the time. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> so then I feel like the documentary is trying to like have a little bit of a good feel-good moment, because yeah. like Robin and Gloria are now friends again after yeah. they didn't talk for years, which I'm surprised about. Well, that was one of the conditions of Gloria's parole, or
1: probation, was like, you cannot have contact with Robin. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, shit. Yeah,
3: fuck her. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wait, for real? I, I missed that yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So her parole's over then, because they can hang out now? Or I what's guess so, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah.
3: So. Right. They have a, they have a I guess a friendship now and also which I thought was interesting um, we go back to do you say his name Bon Bron his last name oh, is Uncle Jerry's brother Bron Marvin Marvin okay yeah I tried to give everyone their last names and then I just that do. sneaky snake
0: <laughs> with the Marvin. maternity yeah just you don't like him at all no so like
3: uh, I feel like he tries to paint himself in a very it wasn't me. Light. I
1: didn't like. Yeah, so, but he no. He rolled over to everything. He's like, "Yes, I confess to everything. I did it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll yeah. confess." Yeah, I, I didn't have. A... That, I thought that he was the the informant at first.
0: Me too. Yeah. Mm. Um, just the way he presents himself and when he talks about his relationship with Jerry mm-hmm. um, it's like well Jerry was always jealous of me because I always had everything Yeah. and do you know those people that just everything's fucking handed to him mm-hmm. and then he's fucking best friends with the uh, prosecutor yeah. of the entire that's thing I, too? That's what Having, I thought
3: was a weird
1: I was like, like alright you
0: piece of shit like
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. like yeah I invited him to my 60th birthday party and everybody was like what? What? yeah, yeah. okay I mean, sh- sure he knows you really well,
3: so I guess that's fair. I, I know, right? I know intimate things about your life because I wiretapped your phones for right? years.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I convicted you of a felony. Remember um, that time you had that toe fungus
1: and you kept trying to call the doctor's office? I really wanted to help in. you
3: out, but I couldn't. I,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> And they kept replacing your... I don't know. Oh, they dumb. kept replacing your heartburn medication with a different heartburn medication because it was a generic and yeah. they wouldn't fill it anyway. And they were just always out of stock because yeah. there was a national run on it. Oh, man. What a man. wild time. We had some
1: good times.
0: <laughs> this is really specific.
2: Yeah. yeah um,
1: who hurt you? <laughs> how, huh? I'm
2: just, how just fucking tired and mad. Time. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> how many times do you think uh, they've had to listen to like phone sex? Oh. Uh, Probably a bunch. Probably not many, honestly. Oh, really? Dwight
0: Baker, do you think he was fucking getting into it? The dude can't walk down his porch without sweating. <laughs> oh, no.
1: That's why he needs phone sex. That's what I was just going <laughs> to say. I know,
2: that's I mean, yeah, you is the a, operator you a, headset on yeah, fucking going get to get town? A, you got a headset on. It's fucking
0: <laughs> I'm phone LDX yeah. And then I'm we have nine free. children, and then we all get a planet together. It'll be great. <laughs> well, we all God, get to wear on, that underwear all day long.
1: Let me get the head and shoulders. <laughs>
0: no. Make it burn. <laughs> if I don't feel pain, I don't feel at all. Turn my scrotum into an old dry corn husk. Oh My, God. Oh. Please, my stomach
1: hurt. <laughs> okay.
0: We did it.
1: Yay. It's a success. <laughs>
3: okay awesome okay also Dwight and George Chandler became friends again yay <laughs> so that was cool
0: which that's a big fucking deal that's a, and that a big and you can tell that there's deal. a lot of reservation on George Chandler's yeah, part he's like, where he was like oh. you'll feel things for a long time <laughs> but and he never says like I forgave him or uh, in my yeah. heart or anything like that he's like I decided to give him grace like
2: yeah Thanks, pal. That's yeah,
3: like, that's um LDS for bless your heart, which means yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: fuck you. Yeah, exactly. But Dwight but Baker was excommunicated from the LDS church, yeah. which as any that's a big nationalized deal. cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is your family, that is your friends, that is everyone you have yeah. known, especially <laughs> someone of that age who's <laughs> been in it for that long. Yeah. That's his entire
2: life gone. Yeah. He lost his special underpants. It's over.
0: Aww. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It he has like to underpants. he has to go buy regular underpants. Mm-hmm. They have magical underpants. I know. It's so weird. It's fucking awesome. Shout out to those guys.
0: Okay. I've had it explained to me. It's not as weird as i will it out to be. I don't like it.
3: All right. So, I mean, that's kind of essentially it. However, bombshell at the end, Frank, (laughs) Frank's son comes home. Frank Columbo's son comes home and they're like, oh yeah, he just happens to be working at McDonald's. Right and is yeah. like they do that too. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's has treated us really well.
1: <laughs> like, Fuck you, Taylor Frank,
3: well. dude. You shitty coffee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're stuck on that coffee. Yeah, I'm. Uh-huh. I'm really stuck on it. It really bothers me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I feel like they kind of wrap it up in the feel good moment. Um, so we end with Uncle Jerry is on his seventh wife, lives in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. As we talked about, needs to pay twelve that twelve million dollars in restitution mm-hmm. and just fucked off. Yeah. Even though he, f- like, he screwed so many people over. He didn't. And like, okay. No,
0: but. Jerry Colombo screwed a lot of those people over. So I that know. Was, that
1: you know what I mean? It me off that we kind of skipped over. Like, uh, Gloria. Oh. She has a lien on her house now until <laughs> yeah. she pays back her restitutions. So fucking Uncle Jerry gets mm-hmm. to fuck off and have 3,000 years to pay back $12 million. But like, Gloria can't. Like, she has a lien on her house? like White male privilege. And
0: here's the thing about the restitution thing. It doesn't make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. Like, it was McDonald's money. They gave no shits. They had Mm -hmm. intended to give it away. Um, They're paying it back to the fucking government for some Mm -hmm. fucking reason. Mm -hmm. A lot of these people that were, in fact, victimized over this are victimized because the state is forcing them to pay back restitution for something that is not even going to the people that were damaged by it. It's fucking bullshit across the board. Jerry, obviously should be having to deal with a little bit more than paying back 300 something dollars a month. But mm-hmm. all those other people are actually getting fucked. And it's right.
2: it, and, and the, the court's fault. And the entire reason why they're doing it is to prove a point mm-hmm. is to prove to you. Don't fucking do this. Cause because Mark we- Devereaux wants you to make
0: sure that if you're going to put a stamp on something, it's a real honest thing. Yeah. You don't fuck with the mail,
2: like plain and simple.
0: And I get it, Mark Devereaux. Fuck over, Jerry. Fuck over... Co- the Columbo's fuck over all these people. But why are you fucking driving the screws into all these other people's hands Yeah. when you knew the stories? Cause you have it on multiple taped confessions that they were either being fucked over from the get go mm-hmm. or never made it out with any of the money anyway. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, like,
2: this doesn't make the FBI look real good. No, not a no, lot of and, things but, do. And if we've learned anything from Tiger King, from this, from any other documentary with the FBI as well, they don't give a fuck about their image. They could no. care yeah. fucking less. Mm-hmm. Good. They want to be the shit lords of like the fucking story every time because their job is to, you know, uh, get justice at the full, fullest extent of the law. Mm-hmm. That's their goddamn job. But their version of justice.
1: Right. And sure. Which is the correct here, version of justice in see their this eyes. Being justice. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say in their eyes. Right. Right. And that's where, across like, the board. I don't, I understand Sarah's perspective where it's, It's not a victimless crime because of, you know, Simon Marketing and the printer. And yes, they should have diversified their clientele a little bit more. But still, that really sucks. Those are people out of jobs. That's a community that has, you know, taken a hit. So that sucks. But really, like, Tim, you brought up, is McDonald's really hurt at all over Mm -hmm. zero specific Mm -hmm. people winning the money that they were going to give away anyway? Like, if I was going to, you know, put, if I was going to hand $5 to Billy Bob, but... You know, Jim Bob comes and takes it. Like I was given that five dollars away anyway. Mm-hmm. Does that hurt me whatsoever? No,
0: not really. No, they still but run the Monopoly game. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. Yeah. I'll still eat two twenty pieces and two large fries to get the maximum amount of tickets. Yep. Uh-huh. I mean, and and the game being rigged didn't really decrease anyone's fucking chances of winning either and it's when not when you like look at the fucking odds of the games as a whole
1: right and it's not like it's deterred anybody from playing the game now right like yeah it was rigged then but nobody knew and mm. like it sucks it's like oh man so i was playing for those 12 years but does anybody really play if the anyth- game thinking like i'm gonna win it
2: some i bet some people do some people Makes do but sad. if anything this only helped them when it comes to the game because now it's just like, well, now it's, you know, is it rigged? Well, I don't know.
0: Let's go find out. Let's go buy. A well, football. and it paints them in a very non evil corporate light, yeah. which is kind of um, they, a yeah, huge boon for of- specifically McDonald's. Right. Yeah. Um but fuck, it. and Doug, the other thing that really, so I came in hard against Doug Matthews initially in mm-hmm. this, but I had watched this previously, so I knew like throughout it, he gets fucking hard about fucking over Gloria and all these people on tape. Like the people who really get fucked by this are people that he was just like giddy. He's like, yeah, I caught him lying again. Fuck these people. And it's mm-hmm. like, Holy shit, dude, you're not taking down some kingpin. I know you're taking down someone that got taken advantage of a single mother and now has to pay restitutions for the fucking rest of her life. Mm -hmm.
1: I saw his excitement about that more as like that was like the breadcrumb leading him to because they were still trying to figure out who Uncle Jerry was. Mm -hmm. So like that excitement of like, yeah, I got it as the head agent of the
0: case. He certainly could have persuaded the prosecutor to maybe drop charges on people that, uh, you know, maybe didn't necessarily deserve to fucking. Have the entire book thrown up. That's a
1: really good point. And it drives me crazy, too. Like, so Uncle Jerry stole 12 million dollars. No, 24 million dollars over the like in cash and prizes over the 12 million period. So he gets three years in jail. But then like there was a kid accused of stealing a backpack and he didn't. So he was put in jail for three and a half years. Like. (sighs) Before they figured out, oh, he didn't actually steal a fucking backpack. Are you kidding me?
0: What? But by
3: the rules of the backpack game. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, he's a white guy. He's not going to get it. He's not going to get a harsher punishment. Yeah.
0: Well, I think think a lot of it's very specifically
3: the crime. Uh, Yeah. White collar crime never gets. Correct. Never gets a higher, which
2: sentence. is so aggravating because, because yeah. the media will blow it up of like, yeah, we're finally showing them that we're gonna we're gonna drop the hammer on this white crime nonsense, and we're not gonna we're not gonna show you know uh, uh, not privilege. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, we you know we're not gonna give them an, an exemption or or something of that extent. I can't think of the word I'm thinking of. Uh, You're gonna serve the maximum sentence, right? Three hours in timeout. Yeah, exactly. Like. <laughs>
0: Ooh, that's hardcore, man. Yeah, and you can't oh have God. three monitors on your computer at one time anymore. Maximum two and a half.
1: That CEO only gets four yachts this year. Right. It's their bonus. <laughs> like, what the yeah, fuck?
2: I, I work for that CEO.
1: That's the real... I'm not
2: even going to go yeah.
3: there. No, I'm getting heated. I know. It, again, it goes... Like like yeah. we talked about Epstein, it goes back to the the justice system yeah. not working for the average yeah. person. Mm-hmm.
1: Even in line with how fucked up this is finding out who the informant actually was.
0: I was like, if that's real or just at the end of the last episode, Frank gave us a different story about I who know. we fucking thought it was, right. but yeah. this one actually seems real legit. And I would watch a documentary about just her.
1: Yes. Yeah. for Those of you listening at
3: home, it was the mom. It was ma Columbo. hmm.
1: Hey, ma.
0: It's interesting. Yeah, I know. I was like, Okay. Well, and it's really important here, too, I feel, because in one of the early episodes, Frank Colombo complains that he they never got to see Francesco.
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, yeah. But it's his mom that apparently was the informant. So I think Frank Columbo is significantly further on the outs than we initially expected. Yeah. Um, and it's been probably completely excommunicated from his family.
3: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense because he's just like, this is what happened. X, Y, and Z. I was here and this is this place and I was doing all these things. And I was like, oh my God, shut yeah. up.
1: And at the end of the episode, <laughs> they're having like some kind of birthday party where they're showing like Robin has reconciled with the Columbos and Who's not there. there. Yeah, but like Frank and his
3: wife mm. are not there.
1: It's also really freaking weird because he and uh, Jerry Colombo look just like their mother, but with no hair. Yeah. yeah. It's real fucking weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is not a
3: feminine lady. <laughs> Which Gender's is a
2: construct. Very handsome yeah, baby. Woman. Very handsome woman.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: There you go.
1: Um, it Might be the most like, offensive what? thing you've
2: ever said on the show.
1: That? Really? No? You can't, okay. you can't ever you. say that. Hunter. Oh, okay. But I, I was like, oh my God, all that just to like get the fucking kid. Like mm-hmm. she was like,
0: I appreciate ten. the hustle on it. Well, I just got to take these fucking people out and yep. then the kids mine. Yep. Like,
1: and like not only Robin, but also Robin's parents.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. And she didn't give a shit how many other fucking lives it ruined or right. she just never took it into account.
1: Yeah. But cause she was going to get what she wanted.
0: Yep. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. <gasps> All right. Head cannon. Uh, she killed Jerry Colombo,
3: her own son. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, hot take.
0: All right, didn't like him running a church that was really a prostitution play or a, not a prostitution place, but a strip club. Strip club. It was a classy joint. Yeah, yeah. that crossed the line for Mama Colombo. Maybe, bro. That's intense. All right,
3: so you know, that's it. That's yeah. pretty much it. Other than McDonald's, as a oh, I'm sorry, which I did not really have anything to be sorry about. I'm sorry, sorry. picked, uh, gave away twenty five million dollars to uh, random to people to random people they selected to like, to be like, hey, this is this is were us. They? Oddly enough, they were all in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> They're all Italian last names too. Fucking crazy. <laughs> That's so weird. And that's the end. Can't can't get more random than
1: that. So what's really interesting is um, when I first heard about this show last school year, it was a student of mine telling me about it. And he was saying, you know, like the Monopoly scam, blah, blah, blah. And it was all one family. I thought that it was like someone connected to McDonald's. Same. And so McDonald's was rigging it from the inside. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that is not the case.
0: But. just goes to show us that schools have been teaching us for years that McDonald's is is uh, an evil corporation. They're not. They're yeah. just as much a victim as all the rest That's of us. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And as a teacher, I'm going to work to perpetuate that message.
0: Oh, my God. Cool.
3: Cool. 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 Cool.
1: Thank you. Thank you, uh, you know, for our, our books from our sponsor, McDonald's.
3: Yeah. <laughs> this lesson is brought to you by the Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> America is great. The end. The
1: end. Yeah end. All right, so that, that's going to do it. Yeah? yeah, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. Why don't you go and check out all the other great shows that the Professional Casual Network has to offer, including season one of The Space Between presents I Saw a Tiger, which follows the Netflix Smash series Tiger King and details the acid washed antics of Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Jeff Lowe, as well as others. This season, we're taking a deep, dark dive into the four part. Netflix docu-series Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich.
2: Big Fiction Energy is our audio drama pod in which Tim, Danny, and myself tell the story of Lainey, the girl without fear, a fantasy novel by Dan. A Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure is the Professional Casual Network's Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Actual Play podcast. We're playing through the enemy within, which is widely considered one of the best campaigns of any RPG. Join Dan as the GM as Danny, Tim, Alexander P. Nelson, and J.B., Try to survive the perils of the old world. And if you needed more deep dives, also check out The
0: Space Between, which is a discussion and review of the best games, comics, and nerd movies of today and yesteryear. We also have Elite Eight Showdown, with high-octane host Big Chuck and his research team. Join him while he financially ruins his partner Tim and completes an eight-team tournament bracket that could be about anything and everything. Lastly, we have professionally asked, casually answered, A totally real, totally fake advice show where we take questions and topics from you, our listeners, and do our best not to completely ruin your lives. Danny, where could people follow us or ask us questions for Professionally Asked, Casually Answered? I'm so glad you asked
1: that, Tim. You can go ahead and email us questions. Our email address is theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. You can also follow us and message us on Instagram at theprofessionalcasual. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash professionalcasual. Twitter, we're at top tier casual. Our website is theprofessionalcasual.com. On Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com professionalcasual. And you can also check out Lindsay's Instagram, at lindsayfphotography, where you can check out all of her great photos of abandoned
0: places and events. What are some other things that people could find on our Patreon, Danny?
1: They can find Sarah's doodles. They can find different vlogs. They can find lots of polls. I know Big Chuck's got a ton of stuff up there. It's all just a wild time. Extra bonus content. All of those things.